Hey everybody, welcome to Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. I really want to thank you for listening. If you feel compelled to do so, make sure you subscribe, uh, leave a review, comment, share, whatever you feel like doing. Help me out trying to grow this podcast, trying to continuously deliver value. A couple of things before we get into the show, check out the links in the show notes to my CRA Academy my CRC Academy, both of them doing very well as far as getting people jobs in the marketplace. Check those out. Also, if you need help getting studies for your site or anything else, or even launching a site, basically any help for your site, we have a low monthly fee consulting service where we have helped many clients become and continue to be successful site owners through our background efforts of business development and support staff text me 949-415-6256 please check out the links in the show notes as well for the book the comprehensive guide to clinical research it's been selling really well getting very well received by the community thank you guys so much for that also check out the youtube member page join this channel to get perks that's my youtube uh, membership it's 10 bucks a month you get a monthly mastermind exclusively it's a zoom call every month with other youtube members uh, you also get weekly videos exclusive to the youtube members on how to use social media to improve your opportunities in life sciences so check that out really means a lot to me and thank you so much again for listening and enjoy the show live 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 guys we are live happy soon to be happy new year hopefully everything's going well with you guys and gals out there in guru nation thank you so much facebook i got facebook on i alternate between facebook and twitter for these lives facebook you got it you got it for today or should i say meta uh linkedin you know i gotta always be on linkedin and then youtube YouTube is the foundation for Guru Nation and for the content. This is where we this is where it all started. Well actually, really LinkedIn was kind of where it all started for me because that was my first social network as a clinical researcher. Come to think of it, I think I had my LinkedIn a little longer than I had my YouTube. But there's no looking back. It's only looking forward now. It doesn't matter. Well, my first social network was. I'm on TikTok now. I'm supposed to be talking to somebody, planning my TikToks. So I want to know right now, first of all, thank you so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share. If you don't know what to comment, just put robot emojis. Robot emoji it up right now. Uh, I forgot my Guru Nation. You're getting Share, follow, subscribe. All right. Covers a little bit of Latinos Kalinka research, but... We get a little bit of both. We get a little bit of both action going, a little compromise. So lots lots of stuff going on, but I want I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear where you're watching from, what you're drinking. I just had some cold brew, but right now I got some water with a little bit of aloe vera in it. You know, I'm getting a little older. Gotta start taking better care of myself. Gotta moisturize a little better. Aloe vera, I've been talking to Dr. Hazen. From Let's Talk Shit, I think I could say that, um, about microbiome and what you can do. She told me to cut out coffee, but 
Let's try other things. Anything else besides my coffee, I'm up for. Uh, so what are you guys up to? Let me know what you got planned for next year. There is a lot happening in 2022. A lot is going to happen. So I'm extremely bullish. I think people who have been following, they know. I'm really bullish on the industry. And let me know, guys. Thank you so much. Just like Robin. Robin Sims. Thank you so much. Florida. Awesome. Joey, myself, Joey, and Chris, we just uh, closed on a property in Dallas, in Plano, Texas, an investment property. And our next target is Florida. We're targeting the Orlando area for our next property. So fingers crossed. We got we to gotta try to sneak one more in there before rates go up. Uh, Godwin U, Boston, Roy Boost. I never knew how to pronounce that. Roy Boost T. I had it. It's actually really good for you. Uh, Bulgaria. Okay. Shout out to the Eastern European Guru Nation. Thank you so much, um, Christian, for coming on. Let it. Let me know, guys, what you have um, planned for 2022. Like. There's several things happening at the same time, and it's not all good, right? So, like, you know, you guys know me. I'm always optimistic. I'm extremely optimistic about the future of clinical research industry. What worries me a little bit is the economy overall, because I think, like I just told Robin, you know, we're trying to sneak another investment property in there before interest rates go up. I do think the interest rates going up has a big effect on the economy. I and I don't know what that's going to, how that's going to translate as I'm not an economist. I don't know how that's going to translate into life sciences, but typically when those things happen, people stop investing into very long-term investments. So biotech is a good example of something that's very long-term. Uh, and also, if we have the good thing about interest rates, and the, I don't want to get into economics. There's way better channels than mine for that. The good thing about interest rates going up is it does fight inflation. And inflation is the ultimate enemy of technology and innovation. Because when inflation goes up, companies stop investing in tech. Because the return, the forward, the the long-term returns is very uncertain with the rates going up. So cash is safer in those in those environments. Um, investments, long-term investments in technology-related things. Typically, interest rates going up have a or inflation going up has negative um, effect on, on, on tech companies, and I would say biotech fits in, fits into that category. I also would say that uh, all the vendors that you see in our space, right, Viva, uh, metadata. I don't think metadata is public, but even private companies are affected by this. So it's not all good, but I think at the end of the day, most of it is good. We got to worry about. Always, always got to worry about the economy. But I think in clinical research, because of COVID, COVID's not going away, 
All right. We see Omicron. We see probably other um, mutations coming. We, we're, I read an article this morning that they're researching uh, nasal spray vaccines and nasal spray treatments. They're, they're researching a whole bunch of stuff for COVID. Pan vaccines. So COVID is the obvious, like, elephant in the room. That's going to keep industry busy just by itself. One of the silver linings to COVID, besides keeping us busy in research, is this mRNA technology, which, look, I personally, like, I don't know enough about it. I don't think the industry knows a lot about it. Uh, I think we need to study it, but it is pretty promising, especially when you look at certain things like from an immuno-oncology perspective. There's a lot of research now <clears throat> that is being um, spearheaded because of COVID, because of the mRNA platform from the vaccine. A lot of oncology, there's a lot of startups in the oncology space looking at the mRNA technology for that. Um, and so I think if there's a silver lining in COVID, it's that mRNA is going to be looked at for different use cases besides just vaccines, right? It's going to be looked at now for immuno-oncology as well. And there's probably a whole bunch of other stuff too. So that's one thing. Another thing we got going for us is remote. And the industry's push for decentralization, which really means hybrid. So patients are able to uh, select certain visits where they want to come to the site and other visits where they're going to stay from home. So there's going to be a lot of opportunity for, and I might get to the comments. There's a lot of comments. Get All the shout outs, we got to go. Let us know what, let me know what you got in store for 2022. Uh, so technologies here, it's going to continue to increase. My site, my brand new research site, Yuma Clinical Trials, we're starting from eSource and eReg. Um, and I want to see the hearts, thumbs, thumbs up, like, and thank you so much, guys and gals, for watching. So we've got tech, we've got mRNA, which is actually part of tech and innovation. Uh, we've got oncology. We've got a whole bunch of money that was still flowing into biotech, and it doesn't look like it's actually slowing down because rates haven't actually gone up yet. And the Fed, it's impossible to remove the economics from what we're talking about here. The Fed, Federal Reserve, has talked about increasing rates next year, sometime next year. So most people think in the second half of the year, rates are going to start going up in order to stave off inflation. So we might see a little bit of slowdown in biotech investments, but all the investments that have already that has already come into biotechs, those wheels are already in motion. So those programs, that money's already being spent. So I'm just talking about future outlook. But I think with mRNA, with the innovations in central nervous system, with what we're learning now about Alzheimer's with what we're starting to learn about immuno-oncology. I think there's a lot of work, microbiome, right? A lot of work in this space. We're going to see gastro, CNS, oncology, and uh, I've been seeing a lot of dermatology 
too. So you usually don't see that much derm. I've been seeing a lot of derm this year. And so that's my predictions for next year is like the good and the bad. I think mostly it's good. I think the industry is still at a huge shortage of workers. I, I don't think that technology is going to be able to replace CRAs. I predicted it when I did it. When I did a live stream about five years ago, that was when people just started talking about remote monitoring and risk-based monitoring. Risk-based monitoring was like all the rage in 2016. And we still, to this day, even with a pandemic, right, we're seeing risk-based monitoring as a strategy. But what does that actually entail? That entails CRAs continuing to come to the office. There, now you're starting to see some studies where risk-based monitoring actually means less CRA visits, but that's not the default. That's not the norm. And ask any CRA that's out there. Most of them still going to see sites. Look at Gazelle. Gazelle Saxon, CRA Academy alumni, CRA right now, probably CRA for like five years. She was in our first CRA Academy class ever in January 2016, I think. Shout out to Gazelle. Let's see who else is here. Uh, Sierra Leone, Osman Karkbo. How's it going? Houston, Jennifer Mims. I always see you, Jennifer. Thank you so much for supporting Water with Lemon. A great way, great way to end the year. Uh, Simon watching from South Africa. I love, love, love the African community, right? Uh, from Guru Nation, like you guys have been supportive throughout my entire career. Thank you so much. Love South Africa. Love Nigeria. Love Kenya. Uh, those seem like the three big ones for from Guru Nation. But everywhere in Africa, right? Love you guys. Uh, Bryony De Rose, Michigan Water. Gotcha. Toronto Water. A lot of healthy people right now. Actually, a lot of people. I'm surprised there's anybody on. This is the week. The week between Christmas and New Year is the week that is optional. Like even if you're not on vacation, even if you're not off, nobody expects that you hustle, hustle harder. But if you're a business owner or if you're working for yourself, and by the way, even if you're an employee, you need to treat your career as your own business. So thank you so much. You could have been anywhere in the world. You're here right now. Pedram. Hey, Dan, I was wondering if you can tell us a bit about travel CRC positions and what it exactly entails. It is fairly new in clinical research. I've been hearing about this a lot now. So let me go. I'm going to go to Indeed. And while I do that, I'm going to go to Indeed. But while I do that, I'm going to give you my opinion so all I'm doing traveling clinical uh, I'm forgetting how to spell I can never spell traveling properly traveling clinical research coordinator came and spell coordinator all right let's see here clinical research coordinator traveling jump team Traveling jump teams. This is a jump team. Uni uh, care access. This is the first one I saw on... I don't even know who care access is. 
Job details, full-time contract, uh, between 53000 and 67000 a year. Decentralized research, decentralized clinical research coordinator. Look, guys, it's it's already here. All right. This is but in my opinion, this is adding to the pie. It's not taking from there's I need coordinator at my site. I know any site you talk to, we need coordinators and we don't need traveling coordinators. We just need coordinators, period. So as a clinical research coordinator on our jump team, this is I'm reading the job description. You'll get a call, and a few days later, you'll be on a plane heading to the next facility to meet your jump team. There, you'll set up our mobile research site and manage operations to ensure timely and efficient enrollment of patients in the current trial. Uh, okay, so as, as somebody who's done this, this kind of what I, not exactly what I expected to read, um, but I'm not surprised either. And I'm gonna go through other job description. There's a there's one in Phoenix I see that's a travel, but that's I think that one's gonna be more of the traditional traveling coordinator that I that would first come to mind. This one's like out of left field. So you're basically literally the job description. Let, let me read it again. As a clinical research coordinator on our jump team, you'll get a call and a few days later, you'll be on a plane headed to the next facility to meet your jump team. There, you'll set up our mobile research site and manage operations to ensure timely and efficient enrollment of patients in the clinical trial. So it seems like you'll jump, you'll travel to a site, and then you'll basically stay there. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what else you're going to do unless you're doing this from site to site. But then who's managing the operations? It says you'll manage the operations. So let's let's continue reading. Your experience working as a CRC in a fast-paced environment will help you succeed in this position. Prior experience is required. You're the floating support system and process perfectionist that will help our team deliver results. When you see something that needs to be done, you'll jump in to help. They love the word jump here. We'll do what it takes to support a study for potentially life-saving treatments. If you've never heard of anything like this before, that's because it's never been done before. The need for science has never been as great as today. That's why we need you. By uniting healthcare heroes to bridge standard care with clinical research, care access is transforming the industry to accelerate development of breakthrough therapies and life-saving treatments. Um, Full-time full -time posts are available. However, clinical research coordinators are hired on a contract to permanent basis, 90-day performance evaluation period. Here's what, you'll, here's what you can expect. It's what it says. You'll get notice of a new mobile jump unit. Pack your bags. Uh, this, guys, it's literally what it says I know this is like hilarious uh, you'll get notice of a new mobile jump unit pack your bags sounds real sounds appealing so far to me if I if I'm a coordinator reading this first of all for that salary it sounds like what I'm doing is a CRA with way more stress uh, and less pay I, I didn't intend to critique this 
But after reading it, I'm seeing, okay, this is a little bit, like, I don't know how many people they're going to get. You'll get a notice of a new mobile jump unit. Pack your bag. So that's, like, sounds super stressful already. During day one on site, you'll create the mobile unit, setting up binders. I literally doing that right now. You guys, I can't grab the binder, but I have two investigator site files next to me. And let me tell you. That's not a one-day process when you have sub-eyes, and I only have four sub-eyes. Some of these sites have like 40 sub-eyes, so that's not a one-day process. Setting up binders and efficient processes to make sure this team can complete tests correctly. Every day you'll manage the data entry, doc scanning, and binders across an ever-changing schedule alongside this fast-paced, hard-working team. After the jump is complete, you'll close up shop. You return home and let us know when you'll be ready for your next jump. So, let me tell you, On I have two studies, and I'm not a jumper. I'm a, I, I live in the city where my clinic is. We had our SIV December 8th. I've been doing startup regulatory since the end of October. Again, it's only four sub-buys, two studies. I still don't have all the regulatory stuff complete. Creating the e-source, filing everything in the e-reg, making sure everybody's trained on the 10 different vendors that we have to work with. We're still not ready to screen patients. So it sounds like after the jump is for this position, once the study is up and running, you can leave. But a coordinator actually sees patients. Like, the jump is never over. This study that I'm working on, it's a year of enrollment, and then the patients are in the study for a year. So I'm looking at at least two to three years, the next two to three years, of being on this team. I don't understand how this traveling coordinator is going to do that unless they are managing remotely so it sounds nice I don't know how successful they're actually gonna be it sounds stressful to me and underpaid uh, I've never heard of this company at care access I'm gonna look this up at care access every day we are advancing medical breakthroughs we're uniting standard patient care with cutting-edge treatments and research so yeah, this is the thing. This is what I talk about all the time. This is what research actually needs. But I think they're jumping, pun intended, a little too far for their own good. If they could pull it off, that's awesome. So there, I'm looking at their website, Care Access. They're a decentralized study implementation, sites on demand. So they basically work with a sponsor. They say, hey, how many sites you need? It's kind of what DSCS does. But we actually set up and cultivate relationships with sites in these areas. And they hire and we train their staff. So they're not traveling. They're. I think the best way for a coordinator to be is to be in one place. Because first of all, the coordinator has the relationship with the patients. So if you're talking about retention and your traveling coordinator is jumping all over the place 
what happens to the patients? Who's who's responsible for like when the patient has a bad day and needs to make their visit? Who's gonna do it if your coordinator's jumping all over the place? You're telling them pack their bags and go somewhere else. So I I don't know. Robin says I checked into this a while back. It is post startup for CRCs only. All reg and startup are done prior. So then even more confusing when it says they're they're done with their it says they're after the jump is complete you'll close up shop you return home and let us know when you're ready for your next jump so let's just use the study I have as an example it's a year-long enrollment period and it's about a year a little over a year for the patients to complete the study so theoretically if if I start enrolling in January 2022. Enrollment stops January 2023. So let's say I enroll somebody December 2022. That patient is not going to be done till December 2023, maybe even 2024. It's a little bit longer. So you're telling me that when I jump as a traveling coordinator, I'm going to stay there for two years. So basically saying like they have to explain themselves a little bit better. I'm on their website. I think this is a company that gets some like hedge fund or venture capital money and this decentralized thing is um like sites on demand and pop-up sites like pop-up shops. Um I I don't know guys, I'm a little skeptical. Maybe I'm just like too old-fashioned. But I don't think it works like this. I don't think it works like this. There's another position <clears throat> for a totally different company. I think this one's more along the lines of uh, a traveling coordinator. So Phoenix, which is a huge, I mean, Phoenix is like 100 square miles, basically, the greater Phoenix area. So this is American Vision Partners. We're bringing the best. Our company was created uh southwestern eye center ah one of the doctors here okay so they're not gonna be able to do studies with me i'm trying to get one of the ophthalmologists from southwestern eye center to work with me but apparently i can't because Amer at american vision partners we're bringing the best together our company was created with the affiliation of barnett dulaney perkins eye center southwestern eye center and m and m eye institute so they serve communities in Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, California, and Texas. This is the this is disappointing for me to read because I'm trying to get a doctor from Southwestern Eye Center and it doesn't look like they're going to be able to work with me. Uh, today, we're one of the nation's largest and most comprehensive ophthalmology practices. Clinical research coordinator in Phoenix, travel to Mesa and Sun City. You'll oversee and facilitate the clinical research activities at these two sites. So that makes more sense to me. Like, you're a coordinator... And we have five sites in our region in Phoenix, or maybe all of Arizona. And hey, like this week, you're going to go to Phoenix. Next week, you're going to go to Tucson. The week after that, you're going to go to Yuma. That makes more sense to me than the previous position. So, um, man, enough going down that rabbit hole. Uh, let's go through some of these comments. So hopefully that helps. Pedro, I don't, I don't know. Like, 
if take it if it's something that to get your foot in the door but it's not to get your foot in the door the problem with that job is they want experience coordinator three years coordinator they're only going to pay between 57 and 67,000 you can be a CRA have way less stress and make double a little less than double but hmm. skeptical color me skeptical Pennsylvania kombucha I had some kombucha yesterday that stuff's good okay Brilesh from Austin I love 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 Austin shout out to Patrick Stone former FDA auditor he lives in Austin you're just on a podcast you are you are right still working a lot of workload yep hi Dan great going traveling to San Diego for a vacation to end year in 2021 love San Diego I'm about a two-hour drive two and a half hour drive from there right now can you please talk on CRA developing an NTF? I almost said NFT. I'm in that world right now. CRAs can CRAs are not really supposed to do note to files from the site perspective. The only time I can think of a CRA doing a note to file is when there's a discrepancy in the trial master file. And because you're supposed to document everything in your reports as a CRA. So it's not typically something that CRAs do. Yospel Rodriguez. What up, Yospel? Thank you. Facebook in the house. Thank you for helping us. Hey, no, no. Thank you, Yospel, for watching it. You're helping me. Mexico City. All right. Ana Laura. It was so nice talking to you the other day. Drinking a hot coffee with a piece of chocolate. Regards from Mexico. Feliz Año Nuevo. Soon to be. I'm going to be in Mexico um, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, Robin. I think they are focused mostly on COVID testing and treatment trials right now. That would make sense. That would make the most sense. But see, this COVID stuff is temporary. Because what, like, the COVID testing studies are quick, right? COVID vaccine studies also quick. COVID treatment studies, those are long-term studies, right? And they, I don't understand how this is going to work. Even the vaccine study, when they start developing this pan vaccine, this universal COVID vaccine, they need long-term studies. So this traveling CRC is not going to be traveling that much. They're jumping to one site and they're probably going to stay there for a while. It's probably a nice way of saying you're going to relocate, and then when you're done, you're going to relocate back, but uh, I don't know. They attended the CNS Summit and did the testing for the conference. What it, Once it was complete, they were done. I'm pretty sure they're venture capital backed. It's not their own money, guys. Uh, not hating. I'm not hating on them whatsoever. There's a lot of companies in our space, especially on the vendor side, and this is a perfect example of a vendor being blurred with a site the line between a vendor and a site being blurred i predict that's going to continue to occur i do predict that as rates go up there's less venture capitalists investing in these kind of things so i think this stuff's gonna have to get really practical really quickly i think it makes sense for certain studies but they if they're vc backed they're not yet profitable, I don't think. Uh, chai tea in Indianapolis. Jennifer, love that stuff. That stuff is sneaky good. 
Chai tea is sneaky good. <clears throat> so I think the theme was this traveling CRC. But I think the opportunity, <clears throat> if you're somebody who has three years of experience, you're better off, and you're going to do all that, you're better off being a CRA. Um, so I don't know. They're going to have a hard time hiring. They're going to have a hard time hiring. It's a little higher than a CRC salary, like the average CRC salary. They're going between fifty-three to 67000 per year. The average CRC salary is like forty-five to fifty-five, so they're like ten k higher a year. <clears throat> but they're also asking for like way more disproportionate requests from the employer than a traditional CRC is concerned. So I don't know. I see another one traveling jump, patient services coordinator, nurse practitioner, clinical research trials, onboarding coordinator. There's a lot. Look, guys, this is these studies that these guys are doing are studies we would have never done before. But because of technology, we're able to do it, even though I think it's not very practical and they're going to have a hard time getting people to work for them. And not just these guys, anyone who's like them. I do think it's very good for the employee. employee. There's a lot. Supply and demand is in your favor if you're an employee. Uh, Hilda, Happy New Year, Hilda. Thank you so much. Amy, Happy New Year to you too. Thank you. Do you know anything about ARDX? No. But let me take a picture of this. And I'm going to have my writer, Eileen Schneider, the writer, do some research on it. And then I'll, if it's interesting, I'll make a video. Welcome to Mexico City, Dan. No, I'm not going to Mexico City. <laughs> I'm just crossing the border from Arizona into Sonora, Sonora. I'm not going to Mexico City. I've never been. I want to go. I've never been. I've been to Nayarit. That's about as far into Mexico as I've gone. Dipali from Dallas. Love Dallas. Love Dallas. Okay, so I think that's it, guys. Unless you have more questions, I'll stick around for a little bit. If you have some questions, just like the other questions we answered earlier, I'll be happy to do my best. So get the type in. I thank you guys so much. I think next year is going to be great. I think supply and demand is in the favor of the research sites. There's a lot of studies out there. Actually, I have to go through. You know what? Let's go through these together. I'm going to show you because I'm a client of my own services. At DSCS, for a monthly fee, we help sites. We give them study leads. We negotiate contract and budget. We create the source. We help with SOP, whatever the site needs help with, we help for just 1300 bucks a month. So I got a list from the team for last week's study leads. And let me just go through some of them. This will show you guys kind of what's happening like in, a, in real time. These are some of the studies 
And this was the week of Christmas, so it's kind of like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight studies. Rosacea, I can immediately um, apply for that for my dermatologist. I told you guys earlier, derm, I'm seeing a lot of derm for some reason. Um, observational ALS study, I can't do that one. Study of recurrent kidney stone disease. Uh, I can't do that one. Phase 3 COVID T-cell universal boost vaccine trial. This one might be okay. We're, my PI told me to try to avoid COVID studies. Um, it might be worth looking into. Rosacea, I'm going to look into. Post-acute COVID-19. Adult subjects with pulmonary arterial hypertension, major depressive disorder, antifungal. Here's another. See, there's another derm. I've this is a lot of derm studies, guys. So I'm gonna apply to both of those. So that's just so you could get an idea. Uh, Courtney, thank you so much. May twenty May twenty twenty two be a good one. I think it will. Regardless of politics regardless of the craziness that's going on right now with vaccine people hating it people loving it people not questioning it people believing in conspiracies guys the tr the truth is always somewhere in the middle right like where are the moderates the vaccine can't be the greatest thing ever it just can't there's aes there's a lot of aes the vaccine is also not a conspiracy to kill off like the world. That's so the truth it's somewhere in between. It's a moving target. It's science. We're going to keep getting it better. We're hoping to have a universal vaccine. Look at the studies that are coming out. All right? COVID T cell universal boost. So we're they're they're trying. They're trying, guys. Um Ish, what up? Thank you so much. Been listening to you for a while now and want to go into clinical research. Do you train online? Yes. I recommend for you the CRC Academy if you want to be a CRC. And the, wait, sorry, the CRA Academy if you want to eventually be a CRA. Not right away, eventually. So here's the CRC Academy, and that's thecrcacademy.com, and then here's the CRA Academy, thecraacademy.com. We have real internship, real studies, all remote, no need to be a traveling coordinator and jump anywhere. Vinita, thank you so much, Vinita, Vinita, sorry. Purchase your book. It's a gem. Thank you so much. Glad to announce that after seven years being a CRC, I bagged up a startup position with a big pharma company. Congrats, Vinitha. This is exactly, and look, that's a much better career than the one I just read about traveling clinical research coordinator. And, that, and Vinitha's the type of person this these companies are trying to hire. But Vinitha's like, no, 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 no. I'm not doing all that. Just because you use the word jump 20 times in a job description doesn't mean that it's 
it like I could see through this. If I've been a CRC long enough, I know there's problems with these kind of studies. There's problem with any kind of study. Uh, never mind these kind of quick, fast-moving studies. So Venita, congrats! Startup study, startup position with Big Pharma, big time. From there, you can go a lot of places because you're in the mothership now. You're in the mothership now, and the fact that they're a big pharma, they don't care about venture capital, right? They've got, <laughs> they got vaccines. <laughs> they got vaccine money. So when did you become a dermatologist? That's funny. I ha I, <laughs> I posted that on Instagram. Somebody on LinkedIn reached out to me. I hate these messages on LinkedIn where they clearly don't know you, right? I've had... I had one guy yesterday say, hey, noticed you're a dermatologist. Nowhere on my profile does it say dermatology, a a anything dermatology. So for some reason, he thought I was a dermatologist. He, in reality, he's just mass spamming people the same message. Uh, so that was funny. Um, yeah, I get a lot of those messages where it's like I can tell the person has no idea of anything about me. The funny ones also was, hey, have you ever considered using YouTube and making videos to increase your business? Uh, like, yeah, have you guys been following the last 12, 11 years now? 12, soon to be 12. Do your homework, guys. When you message people on LinkedIn, do your homework. They can tell. The person who you're reaching out to can tell if it's something catered specifically for them or if it's just one of many that you're copying and pasting. Don't do that. Please, please let's at least change that for 2022 on LinkedIn. Let's just do that. Ahmed, what up? Greetings from Minnesota. Oof, sounds frosty. Thanks for all the top-notch content this year. Ahmed, thank you so much for supporting me. Let's keep it going into next year. I'm just getting started. The thing about it is I'm just getting started, guys. I've been doing this 12 years. I could go easily another 12, God willing. I could go easily another 12. Like, I think I haven't even hit the prime of the value I could bring to the industry. We're trying. We're trying with this, with Latinos, we're trying with this. We're trying with a couple other companies I have. And then, of course, with Clinical Trails Guru. So thank you, Ahmed. I really appreciate it. Lydia, glad I could make you laugh. Angelica, this year I binged your content and has been so useful helping to finally land my job in clinical research. You will apply. Apply, Angelica. These companies are dreaming if they think they can get a traveling coordinator All right, to jump from site to site for like significantly less than a Siri. Apply places, Angelica, you will get it, right? And don't stop watching either. Once you're in, there's content for you too. How to advance your career, what's the next levels, how to become generalist, how to stay relevant, how to keep our skill set relevant. All right, guys, that's enough. This was meant to be 20 minutes, 42 minutes. I really appreciate it. Pretty sure this is my last live stream of the new year. Not my last video. I'll probably have like one or two more. Thank you so much, Guru Nation, for your support. It means a lot to me. Until 2022, everybody be safe. Have a good one. Catch you guys later. Bye-bye.